You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, my name is Zeke Robison, and this is Wired. Pfizer-BioNTech submitted data from its clinical trial of a COVID vaccine for children to the FDA, kicking off the approval process for kids ages 5 to 11. But authorization, when it happens, won't guarantee delivery. And that's what experts are most concerned about now. These shots will likely be delivered to kids in different locations and by different personnel than the adult equivalent. Mass clinics worked well last spring, but parents may want to take kids to a healthcare provider they're familiar with, though not all pediatric practices have signed up for this. And while school-based clinics could be the easiest solution logistically speaking, politically, they may not be an option. In other news, a team at Oxford is researching potential treatments for COVID with the help of an unlikely animal duo, llamas and Syrian hamsters. Llamas produce unusually small antibodies, called nanobodies, which are much easier to manufacture in a lab. When Syrian hamsters that had been infected with SARS-CoV-2 received these nanobodies via nasal spray 24 hours later, they showed signs of beating the virus within days. There's still a lot that needs to happen before these nanobodies can be used to treat people, and there's no guarantee they'll even work. But it's promising, highly original early research. And YouTube has announced that it won't allow any videos that claim commonly used and widely approved vaccines are ineffective or dangerous, amending an earlier policy blocking videos specifically about COVID-19 vaccines. YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook all banned coronavirus misinformation in the early days of the pandemic, and the lattermost also banned all vaccine misinformation seven months ago. But many unsubstantiated claims remain on the platforms. YouTube's new policy aims to leave room for people with legitimate concerns and will not police those reporting on their own experiences of getting vaccinated or any scientific discussion of vaccines' historical failures. Want more news you can use? Sign up for the Tech Into newsletter at wired.com TT. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— 
and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.